0: Looking for a new 1500 Silverado? Shop Beatty Chevrolet and get 2.9% APR for 72 months on a new 1500 Silverado. Yes, 2.9% for 72 months. Or, if you want a new car and a Chevy Malibu fits your lifestyle, check out Beatty Chevrolet's Malibus under $25,000 till the end of the month. And as always, buy with confidence with the Beatty warranty for life. Beatty Chevrolet on Parkside Drive, online at BeattyChevrolet.com. Beatty Chevrolet, locally owned and operated for over 90 years.
1: Jay Phillips, who is on 107.5 The Game, our cumulus station there in Columbia, South Carolina, as the team from there will be coming to Knoxville this weekend. Jay, it's great to have you on the show. As always, what can you tell us about what you've learned about this South Carolina team almost halfway through the season, year one for uh, head coach Shane Beamer?
0: Oh, I wish I could give you a little more clarity, uh, Josh, Heather. um, Good to be with you guys. By the way, I thought we were going to talk bed racing. Maybe we can do that later in the, we can, uh, yeah, we in can the do the it. Program. We're excited. Yeah. It's getting wild. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, very, I'm very excited about that and how we can maybe incorporate that here in Columbia. Uh, football-wise, look, I, I like what they want to do. Uh, and without trying to take too much time and relitigate the past under Will Muschamp, you know, there's sort of two things going on in Columbia, just like in Knoxville right now. There, there's a new coach trying to instill his football plan. And there's a new coach trying to instill his life plan while at the same time trying to erase some of the bad memories of the guy that preceded him. Right. So I think both of these programs are going through similar things. I'd say right now UT is a little bit ahead of where South Carolina is from an offensive perspective. Um, you know, some of that I think, though, guys, has to do with the fact that Carolina's starting quarterback, Luke Doty. And their number one tailback, Kevin Harris, who last year led the SEC in the regular season in rushing, both missed August with medical situations and really haven't been back. They're not even both at full speed yet. But I think that's hampered a little bit of the implementation of this offense. To, you know, to what degree, that may be a little more subjective. But I, I like what they're doing. Uh, you can tell there is a different energy. I think that's a positive. Uh, but the truth is, while this team is 3-2. and two, and and 0-2 in the league, and there are very few people who thought that the situation would be any different. So, you know, I I know that's not really an answer, Josh, but the truth is I I don't know that I have an answer other than they are who I thought they'd be right now, and I think this test Saturday afternoon at Nealon Stadium goes a long way towards telling me a lot about both of these schools. Jay, what can you tell us about Luke Doty? We we know um, he didn't start the season with the injury. How is his foot, and um, what can what can Tennessee fans expect from him? What can this Tennessee defense expect from him? He's throwing the ball well, Heather, and he's he's not afraid to make some throws. You got to remember. I think this is going to be. uh, I think this is only going to be the eighth college football game that Luke Doty has ever played in this weekend. uh, His fifth career start. So it feels like just because of Carolina's quarterback room that this is the grizzled old veteran who's been around a while. Truth is, he hasn't. And even though he got a couple of starts once Will got fired last year and, and Mike Bobo put him into the role, um, you know that was in a different offense. And I hate to say it this way, but it's the truth. That, that, that was a you know dead man walking kind of environment with South Carolina football last year. Everybody knew that something different was was on the horizon. That said, you can tell that Luke is regaining confidence in his ability to run or at least to roll out of the pocket. They're not calling a lot of design runs for him yet. Uh, That will, I think, continue, as I just kind of mentioned in the last answer, that'll continue to expand as he gets healthier and more comfortable with this Marcus Satterfield playbook. But um, he's making some good intermediate throws, uh, like a lot of quarterbacks. He, he's been the victim of a couple of guys that have dropped some big passes, especially a couple of big fourth down passes against Kentucky a couple of weeks ago that, that uh, in a six point loss, could have made a big difference. So you'll see a confident kid, a kid who's got the grasp of what's going on, and um, from a Carolina perspective, uh, you know, hopefully someone whose mobility continues to improve and increase um, and, and, and allow. South Carolina's offense to, to not be so predictable I is probably the right word. This team can run, but since everybody knows that's what they want to do first and they haven't done well throwing the football, it's almost like they're daring them to throw it. If they can open things up a little bit, Heather, if he can hit some of those intermediate routes, 10, 15, 20-yard routes, force Tennessee back just a little bit, maybe that opens the run game. So uh, his continued growth is just going to come more than anything from playing and gaining confidence in a new system.
1: We're talking to Jay Phillips. He's on, on 107.5, the game in Columbia, South Carolina. How would you describe the defense, strengths, weaknesses? What have you seen from the defensive side of the game, Cox?
0: This defense, Josh, is keeping Carolina in these ballgames. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And, and if I look at, at one versus the other, uh, it's almost 9 day situation. South Carolina going into this week's games uh, is number 26 in the nation in total defense. That's good for sixth in total defense in the SEC. Uh, they're not great on third down opportunities defensively, but they are amongst the nation's leaders in, in turnovers. Uh, they have three and really should have four defensive scores, so they have been able to make a difference, a big difference, for this football team. I expect that to continue. Now, my concern for the Carolina defense this weekend is that the Vols, if I'm not mistaken, either are at the top or very, very near the top in snaps per minute. And, you know, that means, you know, a defense is going to stay on its heels from time to time, not be able to get as many substitutes in. Carolina's down a couple of key contributors, either through injury or suspension. Sherrod Green, a linebacker, Probably done for the season. R.J. Roderick had a targeting call last week against Troy. He'll have to miss the first half of the Tennessee game. Uh, that's a he, he's a he's a defensive back kind of safety spot. Little he, it, it's an interesting position for Carolina in a four-two-five. But R.J. can do a lot of things. Rick Sandage up front is one of the great defensive linemen at Carolina. He is still out with injury. Uh, they've got a lot of guys they rotate there, so there are bodies. Uh, the defensive line is very deep, very experienced. South Carolina's defense will have to be a, a true difference maker. Maybe they don't have to score a touchdown, Josh, but uh, compared to the offense, the Carolina defense is playing at an SEC level and that the offense needs to have some time to match. But, but what Tennessee does offensively is, uh, I think, a very big concern for this Gamecock defense. Jay, where do you think the fan base's confidence is at right now for this South Carolina team with it being Shane Beamer's first year? Yeah, uh, kind of all over the place. And I suppose it depends on the type of fan. Uh, you know, there is, as you guys know well, there is the type of fan that doesn't give a crap about whatever the situation is, go win the football game. Uh, you know, Then there's, there's sort of that middle group that understands change was warranted. You always want to win. You'll be a little bit patient. And then there are those on the other end that, you know, almost might look at a year like this, you know, for, for say, Coach Beamer here in Columbia or even guys like, you know, Coach Heupel up in Knoxville and say, look, I'm going to give him a year zero. These were so bad. You know, we lost so many guys to the portal. Uh, people just didn't care anymore. COVID took a lot of everybody, the wind out of everybody's sails. So, you know, I, I think all three of those are true um after kentucky though heather it was it was pretty bad around here because carolina uh, was three to nothing in turnovers in that game uh kentucky only scored a touchdown on the opening drive of the football game in the first quarter other than that it was field goals and yet you know you say they found a way to lose so i think that was stung and it was kentucky which people still can't quite get over that they're better than a lot of schools now in the sec um but i think i think patience is still winning the day but um uh, You know, it it can wear thin pretty quickly if you're losing in a way that people think is is unacceptable. And uh, when you're beating yourself a lot, too bad penalties, stupid 15 yarders, you know, 12 men on the field, you know, it it, it makes people upset. There's no doubt. And those things need to
1: be corrected pretty quickly. Hey, Jay, one more football item. We'll get you out of here. South Carolina's already played Georgia. That's a team still on the schedule for Tennessee later. How good is Georgia? What did you think of the Bulldogs while you watched them go up against South Carolina? I, man,
0: Josh, you know, we, we've all been around this league a long time now. Uh, I have seen Georgia annually uh, in my nearly 50 years uh, of life, not coverage. Uh, I've seen Georgia <laughs> on an almost annual basis. And, uh, I, you know, I don't want to go too far yet, but there is a different feel around this Georgia team, if you do think about it, there were times, especially September into mid-October, when it felt like Georgia needed to kind of ramp up, you know, and that something might hold them back a little bit. You know, maybe it was a field thing in the summer and a couple of key contributors were out. You know, I, I don't feel any of that. I, I didn't witness it in the Carolina game. Uh, I watched a good portion of their Arkansas game last week, and I thought they were even more dominant I think Kirby has this team squarely focused every snap relative to you know, years gone by when I don't always think that was the case for Georgia. Look, they might go to jordan here and lose on Saturday. Uh, you know, Auburn's pretty good, but I-, I think there's a reason Georgia's a two-touchdown favorite on the road. Uh, they look different to me, and a good different if I'm a Georgia fan. i not going to predict the title or anything like that, right? Because I know how good Bama is, too, but I do think there is a a positive difference for this Georgia football team relative to what we've seen in the past. And let's face it, it's typically a 10-win team or more, right?
1: Yeah, it seems that way to this point. Jay Phillips on the game in Columbia. Are you bringing bed races to Columbia? Is that the next move we have him, uh, on Halloween Day here in Knoxville? Thanks to M. Lilly for uh, Special Spaces, which is a, a really cool organization.
0: Well, I, I, here's what I want to do. Um, yeah. I want I want you guys to give me some kind of debriefing when this event is done. And, uh, I've heard of these things before uh, in limited capacity. So I want to hear how you guys run this thing. And, uh, if all goes well, I would, I would love to, to, to take this idea and bring it down here. So keep me posted. Yeah, we'll tell you about it. Take
1: it and roll with it. Get it? There you go. Get it? (laughs) Get you over there. All right. Wheels are in motion on this one. I like it. Hey, uh, Jay, we'll we'll definitely do that. We appreciate you taking time to join us to help with the Tennessee-South Carolina game on Saturday. We'll see what happens, and we'll hopefully talk to you again here soon.
0: All right, guys. Appreciate you all.